You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hey guys, we're back with 51st Dates. It's been a while since I've had a guest on and today we have Jeremy Jensen and Jeremy's going to tell us a little bit about who he is, what he does, and then we're going to get into our questions. You ready? Absolutely. (laughs) So for this part of the interview, you have to tell us your age, where you're from, divorce, married, kids, all the fun stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so Jeremy Jensen, 36 years old. Uh, I own a 25-person executive search firm here in Houston. And uh, yeah, so I've been divorced for about two years. I was married for nine years and one day. And, uh, nine years and, and one day. Nine years and one you day, absolutely. That day. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we actually went out to dinner and celebrated our anniversary the day before the divorce was final. Wow. Yeah, and so uh, she's still one of my very best friends today. And uh, again, she's one of my best friends because we've got three beautiful, young, uh, blonde hair, blue-eyed, curly-headed boys. So <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me, living the heights. Um, used to live in Katy. I hated the suburban life. And uh, been single for about three years, like I said, divorced for two years, and just living my best life. And you're from Houston? From Houston, grew up in uh, in A-Leaf, Texas, wow. right? Southwest. So, so, yes, yeah, <laughs> Southwest. And, uh, you know, so I got a little bit of uh, of game, right? right? You know, mm-hmm. I, I really respect R&B, I respect rap, but, uh, you know, here over the last 10 years or so, I've grown a little bit of more of an affinity for, uh, for pop culture, and so I'm a huge Post fan. The weekend, yeah, and so, yeah, that's me. So, um, you're a CEO. Yep. Did you go to school here in Houston? Went to U of H. Yeah, yeah go Cougs. So, you know, graduated uh, <laughs> top 7% of my class from uh, Fort Ben Austin High School out in Sugarland, and so had an opportunity to go to, you know, any public school here in Texas and had an academic scholarship, but, you know, was raised by a single mom, a Latina woman, and she had me at 16 years old, and, you know, really, I was just too much of a mama's boy to to move to Austin or to move to College Station. So I went to U of H, uh, had a full ride scholarship and long story short, ended up making about $100,000 a year when I was 21 years old and I never finished. Wow! So it's crazy. 3.8 GPA, 83 uh, credit hours and just never finished to get the degree. It happens. uh, So when you don't have a degree, you don't have a ton of options in the corporate world. What do you do at 24 years old? You start a business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, fortunately, I had a fiance at the time that was making six figures in oil and gas. And so she kind of gave me the, 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 the golden parachute to take the leap of faith. And fortunately, it's paid off. We're the, we're the largest uh, privately held executive search firm here in Houston. And, you know, at our size today, I've got two strong executives that run the company. And I, I kind of just play on Instagram all day. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um, and so you did say, I was going to ask you about your ethnicity and your background. Half white, half Mexican. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Jensen's the white side, obviously. Yeah. Uh, my dad was 25. My mom was 16. Uh, dad left when I was a kid and, you know, had the single mom. And, you know, I have a massive uh, respect for women, specifically um, single moms. And, um, yeah, so that's me. Awesome. I love that. Okay. So the first question is always the same question. So you can share both or one or the other. So your best or your worst date? 
I feel like I feel like every date is good, right? Because you know I've I've got a personality. I feel like I've already vetted somebody off of social media. Uh, it's funny. I'm the type of guy that if you're not on Instagram, if you're not on LinkedIn, I won't even ask you out, right? I gotta right. have some backstory, right, right. <laughs> some um, research material. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I gotta know what you like. I gotta know what what your what your vibe is. But um, so I'm gonna go with worst date. So. Uh, <laughs> When I first got separated, right, I was like still divorced, didn't even know what to do. Um, you know, I'd been to bars with my buddies, but I didn't approach women, right? And so I was game was rusty. It had been 11 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I downloaded Bumble. And guys, I tell you, when you live in Katy, uh, you know, the, the apps don't really work, right? Because, you know, you got a five, 10 mile radius and shit, everyone around you is all married, right? And so you're trying to go, you know, give me 30 miles. Right. And, uh, and you're just pulling in garbage, right? So now that... Uh, you know, for all the people that live kind of in Midtown or in the Galleria or in the Heights, it's entirely different. You put one mile radius and you've got, you know, 50 matches in 48 hours. But, right. Uh, so I was on uh, Bumble. Again, this was three years ago. And uh, matched with a lady. Super successful, beautiful, blonde. She was probably 40 years old at the time. I was, you know, 33, 34. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a successful business. And uh, we matched, we chatted, and uh, we decided to, uh, to go to Stake 48. And so I called... Uh, to make a reservation, it was a Wednesday night, and a uh, guy said, I'm sorry, we don't have reservations for 7.30. We'll do 9.30. So I, I texted her. I said, hey, 9.30. She goes, <laughs> let me make a call. And I was like, oh, damn, look at you, <laughs> pushing weight over here. So uh, she pulled some strings, got a table, 7.30, sat in the corner, uh, big, huge corner booth. She was VIP. Uh, the, the, the maitre d' obviously knew her by name. Said, you know, hey, blank, right? I don't mm-hmm. want to name her name because yeah. it's a pretty unique name. Uh, you know, do you want the usual bottle of wine? Well, shit, guys, fast forward 90 <laughs> minutes. Uh, the bo- the usual bottle of wine was $180 a bottle. Oh, so, wow. Uh, so it's so funny because it was really like the worst date slash best date that I'd ever been on. Right. right? Because it had been 11, 12 years since I'd been on a first date. But... Uh, had a fun time. She was beautiful. Looked just like the photos. Um, she, she commented, you know, on a jacket that probably fit a little bit too snug on me. Right. Um, she's in the fashion business. And so, uh, you know, that was a little bit of a sideways comment, but, uh, guys, I didn't know how to date. Right. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, well, if I'm perceptive, if I'm kind, um, you know, if I pick up the tab, if I spare no expense, these are all the right ways to, to kind of put your best foot forward. Well, she orders a Diet Coke, and she specifically um, asks for a straw with it, right? And so, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. She orders the the red wine, and she orders a straw with the red wine. And uh, she makes a comment about she's got sensitive teeth. (laughs) And then me sitting here thinking that I'm just being perceptive, Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, no, I totally get it. You have veneers, right? And so she was like deer in the headlights. Oh, my God. This motherfucker just called me out <laughs> that I have veneers. And so she obviously was put on the spot. She had But she probably had it. pretty teeth. She had beautiful teeth. Didn't think anything of it, right? Uh, fast forward a couple of, you know, drinks later. We're talking and she's talking about her eyelashes. And so, uh, or maybe I commented, right? Oh, you've got beautiful eyelashes. And mm-hmm. she says something. And then I go, well, those must be, those must be fake, right? It was it's so Jimmy. idiotic. 
fast forward th- <laughs> fast forward three years later, I've literally been on fifty first dates, right? At least, right? Maybe a right. hundred. Mm-hmm. And so it's so comical right now in order to even think about it. But you know, she yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got lip filler and Botox too. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, I oh. didn't think that she was being salty, but she was. Yeah. Right? Those are sensitive so, subjects. Well, 100%, for I didn't know. <laughs> These didn't exist twelve years before right. whenever I was single, right? right. So uh, so there was that hurdle to get over. But hey, I'm funny. I'm social. I'm successful. Right? <laughs> you made it work. I'm, I'm mildly good looking 60 pounds ago. But the point that I'm making is totally make it made up for it. And so we, we ended up sharing three bottles of wine. This woman could drink. Uh, and, and then, you know, we're having fun. We're trying to figure out where we're going to go after this. And she looks over and she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my. I said, what? What is it? She said, oh. I can't believe her. My mom is here. <laughs> so we're at Steak 48 on one side of the bar. On the complete other side of the bar where there's those elevated cocktail tables, there's this strikingly beautiful mid-70s mm-hmm. woman that's like literally in an outfit that probably costs $10,000, right. right? And so she's like, oh, my God, we need to leave. I'm like, no, let's go talk to your mom, right? And so like in retrospect, not the greatest you know idea, especially when you're <laughs> – three bottles of wine in between right. two people. Um, and so anyways, I was feeling the buzz. I, I, you know, I made my way in. I was making mom laugh. I'm, you know, being real flirty with the mom. I know the game enough, right? I'd been rusty, but, you know, hey, the two-hour date, I'd kind of like, you know, let right. go of the, the cobwebs. But uh, there was a woman that approaches who's probably in her mid-50s, right? So not late 70s, not early 40s like my date. And uh, she introduces herself as my date's friend. And we're chatting. And all of a sudden, this is the reason why it became the worst date of all time. We're talking and she's talking about guys and how they're so one track minded. And so how they, you know, only are looking for hookups and it's hard to find a real connection. And then I make a comment. Well, I'm pretty sure that it's the way that you dress. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God, like (laughs) this woman was in her mid 50s, super tight leather miniskirt, like full, like stomach exposed. And like, you know, uh, it was not spring break, you know, 1974. Like, I don't know what the hell she was thinking. But the point that I'm making is, is she was like flagrantly offended. Uh, Yeah. Brought my date to the side. Talk to her. I'm chatting with mom. I'm just thinking that I'm being observant, right? Trying to give her feedback to help her land a good guy on a good date, right? (laughs) And then my date brings me aside. She says, Jeremy, what the fuck are you doing? I said, what? She goes, this is my best client. She spends $40,000 a year with me. These are my clothes. I dressed her. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. I just spent $900 on dinner, right? Uh, You know, we had ordered a bottle of wine for our little cocktail table at Steak 48. uh, And she literally retells me all the negative things that I said during the date. Jeremy, my my teeth, my eyelashes, my filler, my this, my this, my this. What the fuck is your problem? I was like that that commercial where it's like Snickers and want to get away. <laughs> so I took out a hundred dollar bill, put it on the table, 
Didn't even say bye to anyone. Walked out, flagrantly inebriated, called an Uber, got home. I don't know if I cried. Uh, <laughs> but, man, I'll tell you, I had a funny story to share the next day. I woke up blocked on everything. Of course. Blocked on Facebook. <laughs> blocked on the dating app. Blocked on everything. That and so, is so Anyways, funny. I don't think she blocked me on Instagram, though, so she might listen to this. Okay, so... Has your game gotten better? Since? I think so. You gotta ask my friends. <laughs> that uh, is so funny. I don't even have game now. I'm just. Do you me. ask the right questions though? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to ask my <laughs> friends. I'm not even gonna try to claim to have a good game. I'll tell you, I don't have an empty night uh, on the calendar seven days a week. So that's fun though. I yeah. mean, you have friends and you hang out. I think that's what it's about. Just you know, the experiences. And getting to know people. Absolutely. Um, so the next question, and I have a funny story for you on this. Awesome. Um, are you on any dating apps? Currently? So I'm not on any dating apps. I was. And um, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm 36 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need some Rogaine. <laughs> you know, like I said, I was cute 60 pounds ago. And I feel like if you're on a dating app, it's so topical, you know, you're just looking at what they look like. And so, you know, here I am super successful, social, funny, you know, kind, uh, you know, really grateful for all the blessings that I've been given in my life. But if you're going to compare me to the dude that like makes 50 K as a personal trainer and he's got rock hard abs, like there's no way I'm going to compete. And so really it was just a series of letdowns and frustrations. And after getting, you know, catfished, Two or three times in a row, I just said, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to double down and, 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 and try to create a definitive brand that creates demand mm-hmm. on Instagram. And so right. that's kind of been my strategy over the last 18 months. And, you know, it's paid off. You know, right. I don't come off thirsty. I don't DM right. people. You know, I, I, I live my best life. I publish content. And, you know, if people want to you know slide into my DMs in a very courteous way to say, hey, let's go grab a drink. That's kind of what I want, right? That's and as what a I've content built. creator, like that's what it's about, right? Being genuine and being yourself because that's how you attract the right people, the right clients, uh, the right just surroundings and everything. So the funny story is that you were one of my matches on Bumble. Oh, really? How long ago was that? <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. So that was our original connection. Oh, so fuck, what? I feel horrible. No, 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 no. So Did here... I ghost you? No, 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 no. So here's the thing. So when I find people on Bumble, yeah. I have like categories that I put them in. Sure. So you came up as one of my matches and I, I looked at your profile and I was like, this is someone that I'm going to go find on Instagram. Yeah. So I do that. So there's a few guys that I'll like, they probably don't even know where we started following each yeah. other from, but it's because I found them on Bumble and I'm like, I don't want to swipe just yet. Like, let me look at his Instagram, right? Sure. Do my research. So I oh, went. Oh, I'm private though. No, you weren't. I wasn't at the time. Or maybe you were. Oh, maybe you were, but going. I request I request everybody. There you go. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, you're like, oh, look so, at this cute Latina girl with these glasses. Oh, so, she's fired. So anyway. Oh, she has 8,000 followers. <laughs> I'll accept. Yeah. No, so um, I followed you there. Yeah. I swiped left, right? Like, I, we never, like, connected. Left? Oh, you hated my guts. No, I didn't oh, hate you. I just found you on Instagram and sure, followed sure. you there. So we connected, and then um, I realized that I was already following your friend Scott. There you go. Yeah. And so then I found you on LinkedIn. Then we connected like everywhere else. But, sure. But you were in that category of like, let me, interesting, but let me go and like do some more research yeah. kind of thing. So that's what, that's how I so connected let me with change you. So let me change the script on you then. Okay. Right? Because uh-huh. maybe I'm offended that I was a left swipe. <laughs> uh, who do you swipe right on? Let's talk about that demographic. So for Six, me, no, 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 no. I'm not even a hype person. No. Yeah. It, it has a lot to do with. 
of course, like, looks. So, looks, like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, he's cute. Yeah. So, I always look to make sure that they, like, are professionals. Sure. You know, some kind of a career. You don't have to have, like, 20 degrees and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Some kind of a profession where you have goals and ambition. And I know mm-hmm. that, you know, you're going to be able to keep up with my lifestyle and everything that mm-hmm. I do. And then also uh, that you're a dad. Like, that's one of my things. I don't think you had your kids on your profile. I don't think so. I know. And so um, I always look for that. Um, so those are, like, the two biggest things because I mostly date, you know. And then, like, the age thing. You're younger than me. You're a lot younger than oh, me. Oh, I so. don't look it. No, you are. You look young. No. So I'll be 40 this year. Oh, wow. So that's the other thing. 40 is the new 38. Though. It really is. So <laughs> um, so, so that was my, that was probably the thing. It was probably your age. Oh, understood. Okay. And then, like, no, like if I didn't see kids, I'm like, oh, let me okay. think about it. So that yeah. was that's why. It's not, trust me, I'm not at For all, For like, so long, let me, let, me, let me segue on that. For so long, I was, like, super insecure. Mm-hmm. Because I'd, I'd gone on a date super early. I'd, I'd met a girl at Wicklow. She was a nine. I was like, why the fuck are you even e- agreeing to go out with me? Mm-hmm. Um, pick her up. Obviously, I took my car and not my truck to try to show off, right? Because this is a way that I wanted to overcompensate to, right. like, you know, show her that I was on her level. We went on three dates. And on the third date, right, it was like, okay, let's go do brunch and then let's go here. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the third date within a date, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's probably like her eighth drink. She starts bawling on the back porch at Wicklow. <laughs> and I know she's going to listen to this because she's one of my good friends to this day. And she starts, like, crying, uh-huh. like, visibly ugly crying with snot bubbles. And she's like, I just, oh, oh, I don't want to be a stepmom. Oh. And, you know, she was, like, 29 at the time mm-hmm. and never married, no kids. Right, right. And so I was, like, super insecure about the fact that I do have three kids, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I only have them every other weekend and then obviously on demand whenever I want to go to Katie and pick them up and take them to dinner. Obviously, my ex-wife's like, fuck, pick them up, dude. Right. I'll go get my nails done. You right, know, right. please, you can have them all the time if you want to. <laughs> um, but uh, but it hasn't really inhibited my lifestyle to be like a fun single bachelor that mm-hmm. travels and goes out. Um, and so I never really led with that. And, you know, my kids were always on my Facebook, so, you know, all my Facebook connections can see them. But I'd always been super private on Instagram Mm -hmm. until recently. Right. Until recently. So, anyways, thought I'd share that. Yeah. No. And, I mean, it makes a big difference, you know, for some people. Like, some people are looking for single, never married, no kids, right? Like, that's a big thing. All day, baby. Those, Those people, like, the guys... At first, I was like, why is this guy so proud to never been married? No kids. Like, what the fuck? And so then later, I was like, oh, there's a demographic for that. I get mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. er, there's a somebody for everybody. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So, okay. You talked earlier about uh, people sliding into your DMs, right? Mm-hmm. So as a guy, as a girl, like, I'm very um, much about, I'm very independent. I'm very strong. So I don't care. I will slide into people's DMs and ask them out, right? Mm-hmm. I'm that kind of girl. Mm-hmm. But you as a guy, like... Does that affect you, like, the the traditional chase, you know, versus, like, nowadays the hmm. women chasing the guy? What do you think about that? Yeah, so uh, so I don't chase. Okay. Um, the reason being is I know that there's so many guys out there that are, like, super thirsty and slide into DMs and, like, flagrantly inappropriate and send us unsolicited pics. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to be, like, typecast as that guy, right? And so... Um, you know, I'll like your photos whenever they mm-hmm, come in, mm-hmm. come in the feed. You know, a lot of my friends that are girls, 
they'll complain to say like, oh man, that guy sends a freaking fiery fire reaction to every single story that I have. Like, <laughs> you know, like five of them in the same day. And you day. don't want to be that guy. And so like, I don't even react to stories. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to slide into your DMs on a story, it's going to be a comment. It's mm-hmm. not going to be an emoji, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so to answer your question, man, I love it when girls slide into my DMs. Okay. But again, you know, there's a, there's a proper way to do it, right? Like, um, you know, oh my gosh, that happened to me last week, you know, hilarious. Right. Or like something with more um like content behind it. Absolutely. More, yeah. No, don't just yeah, don't just put a fire or, yeah. or a hard eyes or anything like that. Right. right? right. Come come with, with something relevant, right? right? And so then, you know, that leaves it up to me on whether or not I want to start a conversation or if I just want to send a ha ha, you know, right. or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. My girlfriends and I are always talking about the guy should, you know, chase the girl. I'm always the one in the corner going like, uh, I actually DM'd like five guys today to ask them out. So yep. I'm not traditional at all. I think it has a lot to do with my age and just, you know, where I'm at. Very, you know, confident, independent, strong person mm-hmm. where I'm like, if he tells me no, it's okay. I'm just going to move on to the next one. So, yeah. That's yeah I don't necessarily topic. think. So when I think of like the, the people that are sliding into my DMs, it's not because they want to like get engaged and move right. into my house and, you know, have me buy a Range Rover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you know, Jeremy's out at nice restaurants. He's right. out at nice bars. He does fun stuff. Like, I've never even heard of Piggies. I've never even right. heard of Down the Street, right? right? Like, this is somebody that's well-connected and networked, and I just want to be in his circle. Right. Let's go do something. Right. And, and so that's, that's probably what it is that I'm looking for, what brings me the most excitement whenever I see those people that are just want to hang out right right they don't need me to take them to mad on a first date let's hang out yeah no and i think that's a big thing for me too is like your network and who you're surrounded by because Mm -hmm. to me it tells a lot about who you are and what you know what kind of other people you're looking for i love that okay good so the other thing is uh the games right we talk about like the mind games like Mm -hmm. you know you don't call anybody within 24 hours after the date because you're not supposed to and you don't text first you let the guy text first so What do you think about that concept? Oh, wow. So so I own a recruiting company, mm-hmm. right? So what we do is we make cold calls. We twist arms. You're in sales. Right? I'm in sales. <laughs> like, I'm not waiting for anybody. Right. If I'm interested... And, and if I want to, you know, convert that lead from a from a lead to a prospect and a prospect to a deal, right, I'm, like, like closing it in the meeting. Right. You know, if I'm right. on a date... You know, I'm going to bring it up in a very polite way. Like, hey, I had an amazing time. Like, I'd, I'd love to go out again next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Can you look at your schedule and see if that's even an option, right? And so, you know, a lot of times women are very turned on by the assertiveness. Yeah. And truth be told, if they are turned off or if they're not interested, like, I would much rather know right, right there in on that date, right? Yeah. So, nope, super assertive. I, uh, you know, w- once once the connection's already been made from a dating standpoint, um, you know, I make it very clear on what my expectations are. And, that's good. And, yeah, and it's very easy for you, you know, as the person that's that's kind of being wooed at that point in time mm-hmm. to be very transparent about, you know, what your expectations are. And, you know, I'm not even going to say that, like, you know, I'm the dating guru or the dating master, but what I can tell you is I've met some of my most amazing friends in this entire world off of asking them out on right. a first date, right. right? Whether it's a coffee, whether it's wine, whether you whether you take them back home and you hook up, right? right? But it's about setting very clear and concise expectations and making sure that we're all on the same page. I think it all circles around 
honesty and transparency. Right. And, and you know, it really took me going through a divorce mm-hmm. and having the humility to say, like, man, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. And this is where I fucked up. To say, like, this is never going to happen again. Right. I'm going to always manage expectations. I'm going to always be honest and true to myself. And the right person that, like, is in love with that person is going to be, like, excited about mm-hmm. me. I'm mm-hmm. not going to have to try to be this version that I that I think that they want me to be. Right, so. right. Or, like, the persona that they can kind of see off of your social media, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, this is who people think you are, but who you really are is a lot deeper than that. I feel. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, So sometimes um, you wish, oh, I was, I'm like, what am I reading here? (laughs) That was off. Um, Something that you wish you knew about dating before you started dating. So three years ago. Yeah. Not asking the wrong questions. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) What else is something that you wish you knew three years ago Um, that you know now? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's a trick question, right? <laughs> um, because I, I feel like I don't even know a lot now. Right. Um, the guy that thinks he knows everything about dating and that he thinks he's God's gift to women, like, run in the wrong direction, right? <laughs> um, so I'll say that first of all. Um, but really it's, um, like, don't take a girl out to a $300 dinner on a first date, right? Um, there are, maybe not specifically from me, but just men in general, you know, certain expectations that are set and, you know, tip for tat type scenarios. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I take you out to nourish and we grab a smoothie on a Sunday afternoon, I'm going to know within the first five minutes on whether or not I want to ask you out on a dinner date. Right. 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 And so I'll say, like, don't do dinner on the first date. Do coffee. Do a smoothie. Right. Do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I wish I'd known is um, girls catfish and they don't even know that they're doing it. What do it's you mean? unbelievable. That's very purposeful. Oh, Women man. know when they're doing it. Um, <laughs> I don't know because like, you know, in the text on the next day, whenever I'm like, hey, I'm not interested, blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of times they're like really flagrantly like, you know, Guys oh my God, too. like you were so nice to me and you were so this. It's like, yeah, because I'm not a fucking dick. Right. You know, um, but, uh, but it's Guys like, catfish too. Well, not this guy. No, but I've had it where like, the guys are taking, like, these high pictures, like a girl, like, dude, oh I know gosh. you're not that tall. Like, relax. So, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. guys do it, too. And then guys use filters, too, on, like. Oh, I could put a Juno filter. Don't talk shit. <laughs> Don't even. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, but, yeah, no. Those are good. I mean, those are good. I'm trying to keep my tan game strong. I'm half Mexican. Oh, I know. Trust me. I'm the most pale Mexican. I'm a lark and a Juno guy. <laughs> and I don't even divert. Uh, <laughs> I don't even uh, differentiate. Have so. you done? What is it? Is it Cremo? Oh, I don't do that. That one's, like, really brown. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. You'll, you'll have to try it. Uh, I think it's, like, cream or cream or something like that. That's, okay. That that must be Scott. That's the filter that he uses. <laughs> he goes for the Latinas. First I'm Scott. going for the blonde hair, blue eye guys. I'm going to have to interview Scott next. There you go. Um, okay, so next question. Do you pay on a first date? Oh, always. Always. Yeah, I had this conversation with my boy. Uh, he's a big-time artist here in Houston, Israel Rodriguez. Um, he posted something on Facebook. He's got 5,000 followers, right? The max. Mm-hmm. He gets like 500 comments. And he was talking shit about girls who don't pay on the first date. Oh, I did. I think I followed him. It? So I think yeah. I saw his. Uh... And here's my two cents. I think that in the case of income disparity. I did see your comment. Right? You remember yes. that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that? That it's 100% not even like in no question. If mm-hmm. we're going out to dinner... I'm picking up the tab, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, in that specific instance, it was 
you know, if, if, if a woman makes five times as much as mm-hmm. the guy, mm-hmm. you know, potentially the expectation could be that she picks up the tab. Right. right. And so um, I'm going to get a lot of unpopular opinions on that. Um, I've been blessed in a sense that, you know, we do very well, you know, mm-hmm. consistently seven figures in net income every year. And so, you know, if I ask you out, I already know that I'm picking up the tab. If you ask me out um, to go to Cabo or to go to, uh, you know, Paris or something like right. that, then maybe we can talk about what the scenario is. <laughs> right? so, We're going to split the bill, right? Yeah, who knows if we'll split the bill, yeah. but I'm going to say, yeah. right, uh, you know, there's going to be very, very clear expectations. Definitely. On, you know, okay, where are we at? Are you going to Paris with other guys? Are you, you know, you just got to know. Let's yeah. be honest. Let's have an adult conversation. Yeah. So uh, I would say that the last time that I let somebody pay on a date, uh, <laughs> it was probably my ex-wife, like, on our, like, fourth date. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's a long time ago, maybe yeah. 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I don't ever have a problem with it, right? I'm, I've paid for plenty of dates, and if, if the guy's okay with it, I'll do it, you know, whatever. Sure. And if I feel okay with it, a lot of times, like, I have friends or guys that I've gone out with that they pick it up every time and pick up the tab every time, and I don't feel bad because sure. I'm like, we're friends, you know, we've been going out for a while, like... So it just depends, I think. Yeah, so I want to actually um, make a comment, too, because um, I think it's about what your love languages are also. Right. right? So, like, you know, one of the things that I've made very clear to people that I've casually dated in the past is, like, no, no, no. Like, me paying for the date Mm -hmm. does more for me Mm -hmm. than it does for you. Like, I want you to look me in the eyes. I want you to say thank you. I want you to be grateful. I want you to... Tell your friends. Right. Jeremy took me to BCN last Wednesday. Right. right. And so there's so many other variables that go into it other than just saying, well, I paid for your date. Now I'm expecting a blowjob because right. it's our sixth <laughs> date. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. That's never the case. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, that, yeah, yeah. I got to I got to increase my my uh, my write offs anyways. So. <laughs> Horrible. Um, OK. What is your biggest deal breaker aside from the catfish? Oh, I know. <laughs> deal breaker. <laughs> And this is something that I've seen many, many times. Mean people. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, whenever I was separated, there was a girl I was connected to on uh, Facebook. She she slid into my Facebook DMs, Uh right? You know, back before I had Instagram. Uh, And uh, and we went out. Beautiful girl. I mean, literally a supermodel. Mm -hmm. Two young kids. Um, She'd been married for eight years. Recently single. Was still going through a divorce herself. And I think she saw me as a, you know, a safety net, a security, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, very affluent family. So she didn't, you know, need my money, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I would be the one signing her prenup. Mm-hmm. But she still wanted the lifestyle, right? All her right. friends were married to super successful investment bankers and attorneys mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. lived in the $2 million houses in West U. And she wanted that lifestyle. Right. Um, and so we probably dated for about two months. Um, and God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Uh, but, uh, she was really mean to her kids. Mm. She had two young girls and she would, she would be messy and chismosa and talk about her friends and be so two faced. And like, it was just like, man, like you're just a mean person. Yeah, yeah. And even though she was never mean to me, right. Um, because why she was putting the, 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 the mask on. Right. Right. Trying to show me that she would be a good spouse and she would be a potentially a good wife. But it was all just a charade. Right. Like, I think that if you're mean Mm -hmm. to the server, 
if you're mean to the janitor, if you're mean to even somebody that cuts you off on the road, like you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. And I have no desire to be around people that aren't just like kind and mm-hmm. and forgiving and 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 grateful, right? And right. so I would say that it's really like the attitude, like not trying to be around mean people. Right. No, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Um, so then the opposite of that is what are the top three qualities that you're looking for in a person? Oh. In a person for what? <laughs> in for a marriage, partner. For in, in a potential, for... no, in a potential oh. partner for like a lifelong commitment. Uh, well you can add, yeah. So, so, okay, let's backtrack. Do you ever see yourself married again? A hundred percent. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So, so, yep. so, and right now when you're dating, are you just dating for fun or are you actually dating to find someone? So I, I have a lot of friends and I love going out with friends mm-hmm. and I believe that in order to have a true connection, you do need to be friends first. Right. Um, I go out in groups. Um, I do encourage girls that are my friends to bring their friends, right? Right. Um, and uh, it's just always a fun social time. And, yeah. you know, even if I'm interested in a girl, it, you know, I'm not going to be that guy that's like trying to cock block if she's hitting it off with one of my buddies or meet somebody else at the bar or anything like that, right? I want it to be super organic. I mm-hmm. want to put off good vibes and I want I to that. organically attract somebody that has a genuine interest in me. Yeah, right? no, for sure. And it happens, right? It's not one out of every two. It might be one out of every ten. But it's really much easier to create a real connection when you're friends first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I've given a really long answer, so I forgot the question. I'm <laughs> top thinking, three qualities. Sorry, top three qualities. <laughs> um, so I know what qualities I want my wife to have. Do you want me to just go through that? Yeah. Um, so she has to be, um, <laughs> she has like, the same love languages, right? So I am, the way that I give is through acts of service okay. and physical touch. Okay. And so I want somebody that's going to, that's going to give, uh, in the same way. Right. right? So I'm right. words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service. Um, like I care about how many likes I get on an Instagram post. I care about the fact that I have 45,000 followers on LinkedIn, right? I don't know why I was raised by a single mom. She, you know, she worked two jobs just so we can like live in the apartment complex in Sugarland and not the shitty house in Mayleaf. Um, so I didn't get a lot of time or attention from her. And so I'm really looking for that affirmation Mm -hmm. and that engagement and and, and all that in, in my spouse. But the point that I'm making is, is I think very aligned, um, uh, love languages. That's mm-hmm. number one. Um, number two, this is a very unpopular opinion. When I tell people this, they literally get mad at me. Okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> because being a successful entrepreneur, I tend to attract other super successful women because they're just tired of dating scrubs, right? right. They're like, I don't need you to fucking pay for me, but I would like you. I don't want to pay for every single thing. Right. right? Um, and so I've gone on dates with attorneys and I bankers and, you know, commercial bankers and stuff like that, business owners. But, uh, I kind of just want, um, my wife, my future wife to have a career where she has an amazing heart. She's passionate about it, but it doesn't consume her, all of her time Mm -hmm. and all of her mental capacity, because I feel like I need a lot of that in order for me to truly feel fulfilled, Mm -hmm. right? In order for me to not want to step out and go hang out with my buddies or flirt with other girls on Instagram or whatever, I need to be not necessarily the center of attention, but a massive focal point in her life. Okay, and so it's going to be very difficult if I'm with somebody that's like massively career oriented, career oriented. My ex-wife, 
super successful 300k earner at BP, mm-hmm. valedictorian of her class at Georgia Tech, um, Division One soccer player. This woman has never made a B in her life, mm-hmm. right? She career, family, kids, her friends, her reputation, all these things were so much higher on the totem pole than Jeremy, mm-hmm. right? And I just felt undervalued, unappreciated, you know. Um, and uh, and that was not necessarily the reason why we got divorced, right. but it was a big cause of some of the resentment that I had, right? But the point that I'm making is, is I want to be adored. I want her to, like, look at me and think that, like, Jeremy is the greatest smartest funniest coolest dude ever mm-hmm. he's my world i love him i brag about him to my friends i brag about him to my sister my family mm-hmm. i love him so much right do you think so, that's unpopular because it kind of feels like you want someone who's not as at your level kind of thing i mean because okay mm-hmm. you're saying it and i can yeah. see where people can take it wrong but at the same time i'm like i want those things too I'm like selfish as fuck i mean we yeah. have to be a little bit yeah again now, I give acts of service don't get me wrong yeah, yeah. no definitely and yeah mm-hmm. so i feel like because yeah you're saying it i'm like it's not so bad is it to like have that mentality because as a girl like mm-hmm. i mean i want somebody to make me the center of their Absolutely. world right so but then you also want a guy that's ambitious and, right and right? stable and yeah. you know financially able to support us yep. because I can't do it all. So, yeah. 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 And so the third thing, you know, like the 100% thing that I've got to have, and, and I, I made a post about this on my Instagram story and probably got like 80 DMs. Um, it is, I want her to have the twinkle in her eye when mm-hmm. she looks at me. And that's nothing that you're going to find on a dating app. Right. That's nothing you're even going to see on a first date. Right. It's 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 when she looks at you, she just adores you. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, Connie, like, I don't care if she's a size two, a size 14. I don't care if she's Hispanic, white, Asian. Mm-hmm. I just want to be adored. And so I'm going to go out and meet a lot of people. Right. I'm right. going to go out and be very transparent around who I am and what my core values are. And and I'm going to be social. Right. And you know what? That person that has that eye, and there's a couple, right, yeah. that I'm mm-hmm. talking to consistently right now as friends that mm-hmm. I could potentially see it spawning into something a little bit more serious. But uh, that's the number one thing that I'm looking for is the twinkle in your eye. Oh, and one thing that I'm pretty bougie about, I don't know why, again, unpopular, mm-hmm. I don't, I like refuse to date over 29. It's weird. Over twenty nine, so yeah. you only date younger girls, not older. I only like super young, like twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. Wow. Yeah, and so that's. I mean, everybody has a preference. I know. <laughs> so I have a I have a hypothesis, right? There's all these things that you like discover uh-huh. through therapy, and uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. I've got an executive life coach, and I've got a therapist, and and you know, really, all those people do is like help you connect the, your own dots, right? right. And you create your own light bulb moments, and so. You do have to be vulnerable and transparent and self-aware in order to truly get the value, right? Right. Um, but I think it's because, like, my marriage was so good mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. so long. I'll tell people, like, oh, yeah, I was married for 10 years. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. best seven years of my life. That's what I tell people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so kind of what I'm looking for is maybe, like, you know, what I had mm-hmm. from 24 to 31. I want to relive that life. Right. So people say, do you want more kids? I say, man, I've got three beautiful young boys. Mm-hmm. Of course I want a girl, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when it, I'm not inhibited from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. Most entrepreneurs, most alpha males want to be fruitful and multiply and see people and, you know, grow up and be successful. Then we right. take a lot of pride in that. And so, like, almost in a perfect world, I could go, like, meet the 24-year-old version of my ex-wife. 
fall back in love and then just have her, you know, uh, like we'll buy a couple of like, you know, cycle studios and she's the CEO of. And then we have like, you know, branch managers that run them, but I can brag and say my wife owns Ride, you know, mm-hmm. because I still want to be proud of her career. Right. She's definitely not going to be a stay-at-home mom. Right, right. Um, and she's definitely not going to be an airhead and not have the capability to have sophisticated conversations and be able to carry her own inside of, you know, entrepreneur organization, you know, galas and things of that nature, mm-hmm. right? She's got to be able to be on that level. Right. But again, like I want to be the man of the house. And so it's very selfish, very unpopular. I've lost a lot of amazing women that are going to make somebody super happy one day. But at least I know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go down that path again where I'm going to have that element of resentment. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Um, So last couple questions. Um, Is sex important? Um, Oh, man. Another unpopular opinion. Like, I believe that. Um, you obviously need to have sex, right, right. with your spouse, mm-hmm. and um, there needs to be an intimate connection. But uh, like, I don't fall in love, or like, you know, it's not the focal point of any relationship that I'm ever in. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And um, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm mm-hmm. a very giving person <laughs> during sex, right? Uh-huh. And so I've, I very rarely do I leave somebody unsatisfied. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to think that like I do really well, and I actually like that act, right? And mm-hmm. so. Um, and so I would say that it's important for your partner to achieve what their goal was. Right. Right. And again, I'm acts of service. And so you're, it's all making sense, but I think that sex is binary, right? Like I don't specifically need her to, you know, be able to come 14 times, you know, in one session, but, you know, maybe at least once in order to help my ego and my confidence. Right. Um, definitely don't need it to be a 40 minute long, you know, um, you know, scenario. So I'll say that it's it's important to have sex with your partner, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say that it's more important than that individual being a kind, genuine, honest, loyal, you know, grateful Mm -hmm. person. That's good. I like that. Um, okay, so last question. Just and one think, man's opinion. So yeah, just so no. You know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving advice here. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, we're not. We're just sharing experiences. Yeah. Um, and I think you mentioned it earlier um, about the different kind of dates that you kind of have gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, is a coffee date a date? Is a coffee date a date? Mm-hmm. I think, like, if I take you to Whole Foods and you're shopping, <laughs> that's a date. Anytime that we're there one-on-one, that's a date. Right. So, yes, a coffee date's a date. And so you think a coffee date is appropriate for a first date? 100%. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Why? Who's going to make the case that that's a no? Well, a lot of gold women. Diggers? No, it's not a gold digger thing. It's a, like, for me, so, for me personally, I think it is a date, oh, right? Wow. It is a date. I think it is. Of course you think it's a date because it is a date. It is a date. Okay. So, but um, for a lot of women, like, it's a, it's a big no-no because okay. it's, like, you know, it's not as intense or as, like, elaborated or well thought out as, like, a sure. dinner date. Okay. You know, you made plans, you made reservations, you know, all that kind of thing. So, I think that's where that kind of comes from. But a lot of women are very adamant about it. Now, but oh, again, I'm, sense. I'm the is... one at the table going, like, oh, my God, I just had three coffee dates this week. So, yeah. This um, is making so much sense. I asked I asked a girl out on Instagram one time. So, don't let me try to fool you and pretend like I've got a 100% <laughs> ratio uh, but no, beautiful, successful, single, never married, probably 34 years old. This was about mm-hmm. six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, took her to Nourish, had a smoothie, right? Well, that's equivalent to a yeah. coffee date. Yeah. And uh, and then we're out in a social setting, and I make a comment about, yeah, like we've gone on a date before. She's like, no, we haven't. Uh, like, what the fuck are you talking about? That wasn't a date. <laughs> It was like, well, I fucking paid for that smoothie. That, that wasn't a date. That was a networking. Oh, man, that hurt my feelings. Oh, that is so That hurt my funny. feelings. And then she kind of left it with, if you want to go on a date, then you need to ask me on a date. Okay. And so it definitely Wait, so how did that a, come up where you went out? It, you didn't ask her out? Like, how did y'all end up at Nourish having a smoothie? I, you know, made a comment, definitely something business related, right? A lot mm. of the conversations are kind of founded in that. You know, we should get together. Would love to give some insight, right? It was oh, definitely okay, okay. me proposing. But that was not a date. That uh, was a business something. God dang it. That was a date to me. No. God, I'm so... She's right. You needed to have... Hey, do you want to go out with me, like, uh, on a date? Do you want to go to dinner? That's a real... Okay, I'm wrong. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm that just, was definitely not a date. It was a miscommunication. Damn it. Mr. CEO. <laughs> So maybe I've been on 49 first days. <laughs> oh, my God. This was so much fun. Okay. So do you want people to follow you on social media? 100%. Where can they find you? It's just my name, Jeremy Jensen, on Instagram. Which is very confusing to what you look like. Because, again, I didn't know you were half Mexican. Oh, really? No. I got Because of my pictures? Yeah, like, you don't. I mean, no. I don't, you, they're my pictures. No, I'm saying you look the way you look. But yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know what your ethnicity was. Oh, okay. I'm Mexican. Like, you can tell I'm Mexican from all my pictures. I couldn't I tell what I can't tell that you're Mexican. I can yeah. tell that you're Latina. Okay, well. I, you know. Mexican. Mexican. She's like, don't even try to come in some Guatemalan shit with me. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we're not talking shit. Instagram, I think, is is uh, definitely um, the, the, best you know, the, the, you. the best place to connect. Um, LinkedIn, right? I, I do believe in kind of separating business from personal, right, though. Right, right, right. I, I very much disagree with asking people out on LinkedIn and flirting with people through LinkedIn DMs. Oh, I have the worst LinkedIn Oh, stories. yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, Instagram, Jeremy Jensen. Okay. Facebook, pff, I don't really use it. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I pulled up my uh, screen time the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, Instagram's about 25 hours a week. And Facebook, I kid you not, was 26 minutes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah that so, sounds about right, though. Yeah. Instagram's fun. It is fun. Um, and we'll definitely, I'll tag you in the post, and then people can follow you and DM you. Slide into your DMs. Awesome. 29 and younger. No, oh, no. no. <laughs> that's what that's you just, said. I'll talk to anybody. I'll talk to you. You're 60 years old. You want insight on business, dating, every I have so many incredible friends where I'm their gay best friend. I'm just not gay. <laughs> and so I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're a dude, man. You, you get value from this conversation today. Jeremy's looking up. for you. 100%. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God.